Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, this is your daily coronavirus update. Facts, data, no hysteria. You want hysteria? Go to the Drudge Report. You want facts? Go to BonginoReport.com or this show. I got go. that. I got a super tu- mini Super Tuesday update. Bernie lies again last night uh, on Fox. This guy just lies with uh, near impunity. That and the hidden voter stories from yesterday is going to be a stack show. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your data online today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't forget, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Hey, Daddy-O. I'm doing pretty good, man. You know, just watching what's going on. Yeah. I know. Like me, very concerned. Joe and I have been communicating here. We have a business, too, to run, both me and Joe separately here. Joe has his own enterprise, so it's concerning. Um, I have some potential, potential good news uh, on Corona. Again, we're going to do facts here and not hysteria. Tune into CNN or MSNBC if you want to freak out and think the zombie apocalypse is coming tomorrow. You want the stuff, we'll give it to you today. Right. Um, all right, today's show brought to you by our buddies at Patriot Mobile. We witnessed what happened when the establishment Democrats, their corporate allies, and the media all came together to stop Bernie Sanders. They resurrected Joe Biden's campaign, which was DOA. There's an important lesson there. We're so much stronger when we stick together. Patriot Mobile is the only mobile phone provider that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for values we believe in, right to bear arms, life, religious liberty, and supporting our terrific veterans. Starting at just $25 a month, Patriot Mobile plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. Switching is super easy. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Do it today. Stop giving those other companies your money and get free activation when you use the offer code Dan plus a free gift when you open a new line. Or call the U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. We need to stick together and support this great American company. It's supporting our values with every call you make. Their service is terrific to patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Go today. Stop supporting those other companies. Patriotmobile.com slash Dan. All right, let's go. All right. Ding, ding. So again, I refuse to engage in this hysteria that is collapsing our stock market, collapsing Please. our uh, potentially our job market. We'll see what happens next month. It is done simply for ratings on many of these stations that are interested in propagandizing you. And it's a damn shame. People are really being hurt by this and misinformation is everywhere. Having said that, a lot of this misinformation, ladies and gentlemen, about the coronavirus is emanating from, no surprise here, China. No. China themselves, experts like the Russians are in disinformation, misinformation, and propaganda campaigns. Yeah, Joe, China now wants you to believe that the Wuhan virus, Wuhan virus, that's what it is. The virus that originated in Wuhan, China, Joe, may not have originated in China. You want to talk about dumb, you know, intergalactic level, stupid conspiracy theories. Here is a spokesman for the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs, their propaganda outlet. Here's a tweet. This tweet was one of their pressers they gave. But this tweet where they're starting to drop the hint here that, hey, this is remember, this is the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in China. This is an official tweet here. Confirmed cases of COVID-19 were first found in China, but its origin is not necessarily in China. We are still tracing the origin. Come on, dude. Sure. Come on. Again, misinformation is everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, no serious person disputes the fact that this virus started in Wuhan. Now, 
Having said that, again, why am I bringing this up today? You say, well, this is kind of nonsense propaganda stuff. But as folks, the propaganda coming out of China is everywhere, everywhere. I want you to be very careful about the information you read online, Twitter, CNN, MSNBC. MSNBC and other outlets, the reason I'm bringing this up is not to pile on China, who's going through a nasty outbreak of this that, that seems to be ebbing a little bit, but it's hard to trust their information, but to show you that journalists, supposedly mainstream journalists in the United States, are, believe it or not, repeating this Chinese propaganda. Remember yesterday's mm -hmm. show? If you missed it, please watch it. It's worth your time. Mm -hmm. Tremendous ratings on it. Or download numbers, I should say. Ratings is a little different. I covered the fact that there's a mainstream media meme now that if we call it the Wuhan virus, and I'll get to this in a second, that this is in fact racist. Ladies and gentlemen, let me be absolutely what? crystal clear to you. That is nothing more than absolute 100% Chinese propaganda. That whole racist line to get you to stop talking about where this virus originated. It is, it, 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 don't even answer the racist, because that's just so dumb, it's not yeah. even worth your time. But I want you to understand that mainstream media people like Chris Hayes from MSNBC, I showed you his tweet yesterday, Wuhan virus, this is racist, calling to them. They are simply repeating Chinese propaganda, the same type of propaganda their Ministry of Foreign Affairs is putting out on their Twitter feed where, Hey, the origins of this virus, this is all questionable. No, it's not. Look at this tweet. <laughs> this is a response by one of the good guys, this John yeah. Noonan, to one of the bad guys, David Gura. David Gura tweets, again, this is a, a mainstream media guy in the United States. FYI, calling COVID-19 the Wuhan virus this racist. David Gura, you can go blank yourself, fill in the blanks yourself, folks. John Noonan responds to him, really? Because Ebola is named for a river near its origin. Lyme disease comes from Lyme, Connecticut. Zika comes from the Zika forest in Uganda. Then there's German measles, West Nile fever, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, Rift Valley fever, and the list goes on and on. Many illnesses have eponymous names. It's harmless. Of course, it's not harmless to the Chinese who want to lie to you and make you believe conspiracy theories that the Wuhan virus, which is what we'll be calling it from now on, to give a double-barreled middle finger to the Chinese who are trying to propagandize us now, the Wuhan virus they want you to believe started somewhere else. We're not playing that game. Sorry. Take your nonsense elsewhere. Again, this is the facts and data show. You want the hysteria show? Go to the Drudge Report, MSNBC, and CNN that want you to believe everybody's going to die. Now, hat tip to my wife, Paula. I, I always do that for the production, but for content, I honestly, we rarely, go, this is a one-way street. I usually send her stuff. She helps me, fixes it up in the show. We were driving home last night. I uh, gave a speech at the excellent Club 45 down in Palm Beach, hat tip to them, one of the best uh, pro-Trump clubs in the country. And we were driving home and she was reading this fantastic article she found. Now it's by Regenex, which is a private company, but it's by this doctor, Chris Centeno, MD, March 8, 2020. And the title is Why I'm Not Concerned About the Coronavirus. Again, I'm trying to dial down the hysteria and give you facts and data. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an excellent piece. I get it. It's at the Regenex. It's, it's you know, it's, but, but with all the hysteria we're getting from the Washington compost and the slimes, I'll be honest with you, I'd rather take it from a doctor than from those people because they're all nuts. Chris Hayes, God, Wuhan is racist. God, whatever. Take a seat. We're, let the serious people talk. Let the adults handle this. This article will be in the show notes. 
I strongly, strongly encourage you to read it. If you want to read my show notes, Bongino.com slash newsletter, go there, subscribe. I don't, ladies and gentlemen, we do not spam your inbox. I will send you these articles every month. This is worth your time. Let me give you the two takeaways I took from this, which I think you'll definitely be interested from this doctor. Again, this is his opinion, not mine, but I feel like in light of all the hyperbolic bad news, you deserve some potential good news too. Takeaway number one, how lethal is COVID-19, which we're calling the Wuhan virus? Mm -hmm. Well, quote from this piece by this doctor, the most accurate data on case fatalities, Joe, is from the only natural experiment we have now, the Diamond Princess cruise. Why this Diamond Princess cruise ship? Because it was a closed environment where we can accurately measure every person who gets sick. And we know the real number of people who perish based on that specific exposure. The cruise ship data, ladies and gentlemen, shows a fatality rate, which we've been told is upwards of 4%. The cruise ship data shows a fatality rate of 0.85%. All of the people that perished, again, tragically so, not meaning to downplay this, but facts matter. Right. All of the people that perished were over 70, which is much more like the seasonal flu. Again, quoting this piece. In addition, the ability of the virus to spread was, again, again, we addressed this yesterday. What is the R0, the R0? How contagious is this? He says the ability of the virus to spread was, again, not that impressive. It was only about, as only about 20% of the people got the virus. So while this bug is nasty, Again, quoting the piece, it's not the middle-aged killer the media's been making it out to be. Folks, I cannot hammer this enough every single day on my show to my audience who I love to death. You've made my life such a pleasure to live every single day, even in the midst of these crises. It's not a question, is this serious? That question has been asked and answered. Yes, it is very serious and very serious to people over the age of 60 and 70. The question is, is it serious enough that we should all be hoarding up in our house, buying seven years of toilet paper, 32 years of salt and pepper, but bars of soap, water purification machines? I'm all about preparedness all the time. You should always be prepared all the time. The question is, should we be prepared for the end of times due to this? And the data in this doctor's opinion, in this piece, his opinion is no. The response to this and the massive sell-off and the economic ramifications are going to be nasty if we don't get a hold of the response quickly. Mm -hmm. Takeaway number two from this piece. Why the huge difference in death rates? As the, the, the uh, doctor here, Chris Centero, addressed before. He says, well, listen, we're getting these death rates of 4%, but the cruise ship is showing less than 1%. Why? This is a brilliant point. This is what Paula found. She's like, Dan, you got to listen to this. She was reading it to me last night. I'm like, send me that. Quote, first, the death rates in the first part of any outbreak are always wildly inflated, folks. Why? Because they're based only on the number of people who are sick and are tested for the virus while ignoring the greater number of people who contract the virus, get a little sick for a few days and never get tested at all. When you add in all of those healthy people who shrug the virus off, the death rates almost always plummet. Now, a couple of other things. Why are the death rates so much higher in China? So he lists some science-related topics on it. The links are in the piece. Again, Bongino.com slash newsletter. 
You can read them yourself. He links to some good uh, links, excuse me, to some good scientific links there. But he goes on. Why are the death rates inflated in China? He said there are other factors that could explain the differences. It's a brilliant point. For example, two thirds of Chinese men smoke compared to 15% of U.S. men. China also has severe air pollution compared to the United States. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, is there a pre-existing lung tissue compromise situation with a lot of these men from the elevated levels of smoking and air pollution that is exacerbating the fatality rate, the death rate of coronavirus in China? These are all substantive, serious questions. They may not. They may so. But they're worth asking why we had this isolated environment. And again, the, the cruise ship's not a perfect study. There's no control variables instituted, but it's something we should look at. It's a real world population kind of survey more than anything. But why are these fatality rates so different? And the answer may be because a lot of people are getting corona and don't even know it. They think they have a common cold or allergies and they're recovering. They're not the ones being reported. You're only getting a report amongst a larger sicker pool that's going to the hospital. And secondly, the Chinese death rates may be inflated because of some pre-existing lung damage due to different environmental conditions. Doesn't make it less serious over there, but it makes it worth considering, again, based on the response. I can't say this enough. We put a price on things every day. We put a price on our own safety. Why don't you live in a bank vault? You live in a house where someone could break in tomorrow. Why? Why don't you spend all of your money armoring your windows? Because it's not worth the risk to you. You're like, oh, I'll take my chances. But you do it all the time. Why are we not doing this with this? And is everybody, we're selling off the stock market. There's mass economic uh, panic going on right now. Is that commensurate with the threat? The only way we'll know that is when we get good information. And that's what we're here to do. Another piece in the New York Post. Again, show notes, worth your time. Please check it out. This guy's a lawyer, but there's some interesting data in there. Michael Fomento, coronavirus is going to hit its peak and start falling sooner than you think. One of the things he addresses just quickly in this piece, folks, regardless of the power of the virus, Ebola, AIDS, SARS, MERS, corona, mm -hmm. there is nearly always a bell-shaped curve. I believe he addresses it called FARS law. I'm, again, I'm not an epidemiologist or an MD, so I'm going to stay away from analysis I'm not intimately familiar with. But he indicates in the piece that there's always a bell curve. Infections rise, peak, and they dramatically drop. He also states with the seasonal change there, the hotter, warmer, humid weather, virus replication is harder. That's why you see generally in the spring and summer a downward bell curve sloping of infections like the flu and elsewhere. He also indicates, don't you find it a little odd? Latin America has been largely spared here. Largely, not all. Hmm. Because it's hotter. The weather's heating up. I'm simply saying to you, don't downplay this. It's not a non-threat. But is it an end-of-the-world threat where we all should be leaving our jobs, quitting tomorrow, moving underground, and finding a cave to live in? The answer to that question is clearly at this point, no. But the media makes money off making you believe that's possible. And the secondary benefit, if not the primary benefit, is they get to attack Donald Trump and make it look like he's incompetent. One more quick piece in our daily Corona update, Wall Street Journal. They're now getting some research and some studies out on there, and they're finding out that the incubation period, which has been up in the air, 
The incubation period may be as short as five days. Coronavirus symptoms start about five days after infection. New research finds uh, Wall Street Journal Robert Lee Hotz. Ladies and gentlemen, that's good news. We've heard anything from 14 to 20 plus days. Now, that's not to suggest it can't be 14 days. The research says they have had cases that have gone out that long, but 97% of cases you'll know within five days. That's good news. You want to know quickly. You don't want people stressed out for two and three weeks wondering if they shook hands with someone with corona, if they're going to get sick. Mm -hmm. Believe me, that's impacted us here from being at CPAC. Although, just to be clear, we've had no contact with the person yeah. who has, I believe, been outed by a number of outlets. We're not going to do that, though, because I'm not sure any of it's accurate data and that facts matter. Okay. We're dialing the temperature down here. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Today's show also brought to you by buddies at We The People Holsters. Ladies and gentlemen, We The People Holsters makes the finest holsters out there. These are beautiful, handcrafted holsters. I love these things. They have these precision molds they make, these precision molds that fit every single millimeter of the firearm you have now. One of the problems with these older inside the waistband holsters when you wear your firearm is they're loose. You bend over, the firearm falls out, it's not snug, it's moving around, you can't adjust it, it's rubbing up against that iliac crest bone in your hip, it's annoying. When I first got We The People holsters, they sent me a couple samples of these. I said, I definitely want to take them on as a sponsor because I love what they're doing. Stop wasting your money on these overpriced garbage holsters. Starting at just $37, We The People holsters are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly snugly and they're made right here in the USA. They have thousands of options to choose from. They have some of the coolest designs out there from the Constitution to the Thin Blue Line. They also have designs that show the support for the president. Their proprietary clip design allows you to easily adjust the cant and the ride of the holster so it will comfortably and securely fit you at all times. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com. Look at their designs. These are gorgeous holsters. They make great gifts too. They have one for your holster. It's a precision fit for your firearm. This isn't some one-size-fits-all garbage. Every holster ships free, comes with a lifetime guarantee. Get an additional $10 off with offer code Dan. Satisfaction's guaranteed. You're going to love it. If it's not the perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. I get a lot of great emails about We The People Holsters. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Stop over praying for holsters. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Check out their designs and use offer code Dan. All right. Now that we're done dialing the temperature down on Corona, let's get back to what's going on. So today is mini Super Tuesday. We will know by the evening, generally, if uh, Joe Biden's campaign has succeeded in squashing the Bernie Sanders socialist rebellion or if Bernie Sanders is going to become the comeback kid in this campaign. I'll get to some Super Tuesday stuff in a minute, but Bernie Sanders appeared. Yes, I'm feeling good about today's show. Everything's like flowing. I can always tell him. Maybe it's from that speech last night. I thought I was tired, but I'm all riled up. There. Yeah, I thought you were tired Bernie too. Sanders yeah. appeared in a Fox News town hall last <laughs> night. And again, continued to propagate misinformation and nonsense. Before I play the clip, though, I addressed a point last night at this speech down in Palm Beach, and I want to bring up today. I'm getting a ton, a ton of emails from people saying, hey, Dan, this is bad. We shouldn't hit Bernie. Bernie's the better candidate for us. We can destroy this guy. Biden's going to be tough. Folks, two quick points on this before I get to the Bernie video. I entirely disagree with you. Point number one, which I haven't brought up before, but I brought up last night. Did you think this was a good point, Paula? When I You're discounting something. Listen up, please. Turn your volume up. Ladies and gentlemen, if Bernie Sanders becomes the nominee, I'm telling you, you think we're in a stock market route now? 
Wait till you see what happens if he becomes the formal Democratic nominee and even one poll comes out showing him leading President Trump. And you know, as well as I do, the Trump polls are always all over the map. There will be a stock market route that will make the last few days look like romper room. You didn't factor that in, did you? No. I I know that's some second and third order stuff there, but we're conservatives. We think through then what, then what, then what, as Thomas Solo, he says. Okay, then what? You're discounting the fact that if Bernie is the nominee, it may become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Businesses, knowing their wealth and capitalism, will be wrecked under a Bernie Sanders presidency and, God forbid, a Democrat majority in the Senate and the House. Businesses' values will plummet almost overnight, which will destroy any argument President Trump has that we save the economy. Do you see that? How Bernie almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy? Hmm. Please do not discount that. It's a big deal. Secondly, as I said before, I don't want to double down on this, but don't underestimate the power of free. Do not short sell Bernie Sanders' campaign. He is very good. He's better at selling free than McGovern, Dukakis, and Walter Mondale were. Not saying he's going to win, but he has a shot. I just fir- Joe Biden is 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 I think the better campaign to run against. Just my opinion. Having said that, that's why I'm committed to destroying Bernie Sanders' horrible vision for the country on the show because I believe in freedom in the constitutional republic. Here's Bernie last night, Fox News town hall, lying again about his plans and lying again about Denmark being a socialist country. This is just disgraceful. Check this out. Some that democratic socialism will not have the same results. Good. Thank you for the question, Martha. Martha? Margaret. Margaret. Okay. Um, What happened and existed in the Soviet Union was not socialism. It was authoritarian communism. And communism, whether in Cuba, uh, whether in the Soviet Union, whether in other countries, was mocked by totalitarianism, was mocked by throwing millions of people into the gulag, uh, Stalinism was about as bad as it as it got. Uh, but right near, you're from Russia. I don't know if you've ever visited Finland. Is Finland, uh, Finland is a neighbor to Russia. They have a very democratic society with strong democratic socialist principles. Everybody in Finland has health care as a right. Their educational system is perhaps the best in the world, and college there is free. They take environmental responsibility. Uh, very, very seriously. They have one of the lowest rates of childhood poverty in the industrialized world. And you know what? Their voting rate, people who participate in their elections, is a lot higher than it is in the United States. So when we talk about democratic socialism, uh, Margaret, I'm talking about Finland. I'm talking about Denmark. I'm talking about Sweden. I'm talking about countries all over the world who have used their government to try to Improve life for working families, not just the people on top. I have to tell you, believe me, it hurts me and wounds me to have to tell you this. But I have to give Bernie credit for his BSing ability. Convenient (laughs) that his initials are BS too. Because they've never been more appropriate initials for a human being. This guy massages tyranny like no human being I've ever met. The Soviet Union wasn't socialist? Does he know what the USSR stands for? I'm just asking. Has he checked it? Has, it's in the name. The Soviet, it's the, <laughs> I, I, right, Joe? I mean, yeah, Joe dude. lived through it more than I. He's a little older than me. Yeah. Paul is younger than me, but I'm just checking. Does he understand what that means? The Soviet Union was the very definition of socialism. 
Ladies and gentlemen, dictionaries matter. You can even go online now. Try dictionary.com. Socialism is the government control of the means of production. For liberals who don't understand basic English, the means of production refers to the means by which we produce things. Food, medicine, what clean water, iPhones, gavels, sound machines, watches, shirts, clothing, textiles. The means. When the government controls the means of production, that is the textbook dictionary.com definition of what socialism is. That is exactly what the Soviet Union was. Uh, folks, I don't have any other, there's, there's no need to dive in on this any further because I'm dumbing you down by having to correct this colossal BS artist who has defended the Soviet Union. <laughs> I've played the clips on this show multiple times. It was, we were over there and it was great. They had Muppet shows and the transportation yeah. system was beautiful and they had Muppets. We went to see this show and they had the Muppets there. It was terrific. It was the little puppet shows and the arts were great. We loved the arts. They were fantastic. You heard the clip on the show. He celebrate. I'm not even making it up about the puppets. I said the no. Muppets, but the puppets. Yeah. Remember that show? I and do. they had puppet, puppet shows. shows. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't mention that Stalin starved hundreds of millions of people and communism around the world did, socialism. He doesn't mention any of the gulags, the torture. I mean, in that thing, he's like, well, we're not into totalitarianism. That's what the Soviet Union was. And yes, it was socialism. So notice the word games he plays. Wait, one more quick point on that socialism. Mm -hmm. People like Bernie also want you to believe. I'm going to quote Hayek here, Friedrich Hayek. The Road to Serfdom is one of the greatest books ever written. If you haven't read it and you're a conservative, you must, please. Hayek makes the point frequently that Bernie tries to confuse. The point Hayek makes is there's absolutely no difference between the taking away of economic liberty and the taking away of political liberty. In other words, very simply stated, Joe, if the government controls the means of production and your ability to live, earn, and feed yourself, who you vote for doesn't matter. Right. Why do you care if you vote for Joey Bag of Donuts or Johnny Bag of Donuts, the communist, if either one of them can put you in a gulag for not showing up at your crap job in a Soviet factory to produce crap products for a wage they pretend to pay you. What does it matter? There is no difference between control of the economy and control of the political atmosphere. None. If you are a monarch and a tyrant and you control the political atmosphere, you by default control the economy. You do whatever you want. Yeah. People can't vote you out. No. If you control the economy... You control the political environment through your ideology because it doesn't matter if they vote for you. The guy they vote for, even if they allow you to, which they don't, also is going to do the same thing. He's going to make you go to work for nothing. As they used to say in the Soviet Union, we pretended to work and they pretended to pay us. Bernie frequently wants you to believe that if he controls the economy through heavy taxation and heavy regulation, that you're still politically free. You or not. It doesn't matter if you vote for Bernie or AOC or one of his other socialist allies. If they control what you do, your money, your kids' education, your healthcare decisions, you are not free, period. So talking point number one, that the Soviet Union wasn't socialist is moronic on its face. But talking point number two, we want to be more like Denmark. They're socialist. Again, for the, what, Paula, 20th time, maybe this year, mm. maybe more, maybe a little less, plus or minus five. 
Here is Denmark themselves telling Bernie Sanders in the last election, we've had enough of your socialist slurs, Investors Business Daily. The Prime Minister of Denmark, Lars Rasmussen, has stated frequently, stop slurring us with your socialist label. In Denmark, Finland, and Sweden are not socialist. Ironically, on economic freedom indexes around the world, Denmark, Sweden, and Finland, in some cases, rank higher than the United States. They have a better business environment. Some of those countries have no minimum wage. And, and those countries got wealthy as free markets, made a turn towards big government nanny states and heavy taxation, and are now going in the reverse direction back to free markets again. Bernie is just lying to you, ladies and gentlemen. And the problem I have is his wordsmithing. Just stop using the word socialist. It's not hard. Just say, the reason he says that term is because he wants you to believe it's some pie-in-the-sky panacea system. And it confuses a lot of people. That's the reason he does that. Because what he doesn't want to say is, what I want to institute are massive taxes and a big government nanny state. Because that doesn't sound good. It sounds awful. So he says, democratic socialism. Democratic, meaning you can vote, but socialism, meaning we control the economy. I just told you that's not possible. When they control the economy, it's not democratic. It doesn't matter who you vote for. That's what he keeps doing. And that's the reason he keeps using that label. Anytime he brings up socialism, I don't care what modifier he puts in front of it. Democratic, Superman socialism, I, I don't candy cane socialism, I don't care what he calls it. Anytime he says that and compares it to Denmark, nope, that's not true, sir. That is not true. Denmark w w is insisting you stop slurring them with this false label. There's the article. You can read it yourself. All right, more on this. I got two pages of stuff today. Paula had to work really hard to get this going there. Joe, too, getting all the sound clips ready. I got an article from the Washington Examiner. I'll get to that uh, in a second. We got uh, Tuesday's always a loaded day. I always appreciate your patience with our sponsors. Today's show also brought to you by our buddies at GenuCell. Needed this last night. Was super tired. Had to go out. Didn't want to look terrible. Used their immediate effects from GenuCell. But have you been dreaming of retinol products for those red patches and blemishes without the harsh side effects? Paula likes it. So does my mother-in-law. Just listen to what Lisa from Athens, Georgia had to say. I've been using GenuCell RR and the redness on my face is gone. My skin is clearer and brighter. I am so happy I started using this product. Thank you, Shamini. We're introducing the brand new. You said, what was RR? GenuCell Redness Repair. That's right. The ground baking cream is infused with the next generation retinol effects to dramatically reduce the appearance of redness, hyperpigmentation, and blemishes. Your stuff works. And the good news is it's effective like retinol, but without the side effects. Click or call right now, and the GenuCell Redness Repair is yours absolutely free for ordering the classic GenuCell Plant Stem Cell Therapy for bags and puffiness. Go to GenuCell.com, enter my promo code DAN30 at checkout. That's DAN30. And with the Chamonix promise, you'll have the redness, bags, and wrinkles to lose. Get rid of them or 100% of your money back. Visit GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, GenuCell.com. GenuCell.com. Thanks, GenuCell. All right. Showing you again how Bernie Sanders and his far-left acolytes, sycophants, are lying to you about basic economic policy. And candidly, folks, even basic facts you can look up yourself. Facts matter. That's what we're doing on the show. Just got an email from a guy, as a matter of fact, during the show. He said, yesterday's show, I was all depressed about the corona. Don't be depressed, ladies and gentlemen. 
We've been given challenges our entire life. The world's a tough place to live in. We are the constitutional republic. The world is always envied. We will get through all of this as long as we stay clear-minded and present facts and data. And that matters about the election and the economy too. Great, great piece about the Washington Examiner. I, in the Washington Examiner, I rarely post articles twice, but I posted this one in yesterday's show notes and today's because I really need you. Today's show notes are a must read between the Regenex article and the Corona stuff and this. Please read it. It's really important. It's an article about taxes and about the lies you're being told again about taxes, tax cuts, Bernie Sanders plan. I want to do simple math with you now. I know this is tough for liberals. I know it's hard, but I'm asking you for a moment to put aside your political ideology and let's stick with basic arithmetic. So here's the article by the Washington Examiner. IRS data shows progressive plans, in other words, liberal plans, require huge middle-class tax hikes. You're not being told that, right? Haven't heard that in the media, have you? No, you heard that. Joe Biden, AOC, the Bernie Sanders vision for America. You haven't been told that, right? You've been told, oh, we're going we're to tax the wealthy, tax the rich. Hmm. He doesn't mention all the time that in order to get that money, the real, where's the real money in the United States, folks? You haven't been told this, have you? The real money's with the middle class. It's just a sheer numbers game, folks. The middle class, because they're the middle class, yeah. are the bulk of the people in the United States, standard bell curve. That's where the money is. You may say, oh, I've been told by liberals the money's with the wealthy. Is it? Well, let's check the math on this because there's a few takeaways from this piece. Let's do basic math. I know it's hard for Bernie supporters, but let's try. Takeaway number one from this piece, showing you again how Bernie Sanders' pie-in-the-sky nonsense, and Joe Biden, too, can't possibly be paid for only by the, the millionaires. It's not possible. Quote, he says, talking about, again, Keep in mind, just keep this up for a second. I'm going to just, Bernie Sanders' plans are going to require $97.5 trillion. Let's say 90, we'll round down, in new taxes over 10 years. That's $9 trillion in taxes per year. Our entire federal budget is $4 trillion. So this is where I'm going to read now. This guy's saying, well, what if we taxed the people who make $250,000 and above? But they're not millionaires, but these people are wealthy by Bernie Sanders' setters. So the guy in the article, the Washington Examiner staff says, well, if you extend punitive, punishing taxation to mere quarter million dollar earners, that's the top 3.6% of tax filers who reported making more than 250K in income in 2018. He says this group also paid an outside amount, uh, an outsized amount, excuse me, in taxes. They are 54.7% uh, of all income, capital gains, dividends, and self-employment taxes collected by Uncle Sam. But even this larger group made only $3.24 trillion in taxable income. Okay, so just to be clear what we're setting up here, as we discussed in that Brian Rydell piece, what, two or three weeks ago? That Brian Rydell piece, maybe I'll talk about that again tomorrow. Bernie Sanders, free, co free, free college, government-sponsored jobs, middle-class, uh, uh, excuse me, middle, uh, 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 what am I, uh, gosh, what am I, I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> Minimum wage, excuse there me, minimum is. wage requirements, free college, Green New Deal, and, and uh, Medicaid for all programs, because that's what it's not Medicare for all. Those programs will cost an estimated $90 trillion over 10 years. Again, divided by 10 liberals, we're doing simple arithmetic. That's $9 trillion a year. The entire federal budget is $4 trillion a year. So you're talking about a massive, massive hike in federal spending. As I just showed you, if you were to confiscate all of the annual earnings 
of the wealthy, air quotes, people who make 250K a year or more, 3% of tax filers, all of it, you only get $3.24 trillion. Once. Why do I say once? Because once you've confiscated all of their wealth, all of their earnings, you will never confiscate it again because they're going to leave the country tomorrow. And by the way, if you confiscate them, there's no guarantee that they'll be able to fiscally survive. You understand what I'm saying? I Man. thought this was common sense, but I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm candid. I'm being candid with you here, folks, because I'm, I'm a little excited about today's show, hence the speed of my speaking. Please tell me you're getting what I'm saying. If you were to confiscate next year all of the wealth, wealth from people who make 250K or above, take it all, you would get a one-time $3.24 trillion Assuming they even give it to you, which would never happen. Wave of new tax money. That doesn't even finance one-third, about one-third of what Bernie Sanders is proposing and spending for one year. Nine trillion in spending each year. And you've wiped out, completely wiped out and bankrupted everybody who makes 250K or more. I'm honestly not sure liberals can even do this basic math anymore. I know this makes sense to you all out there. Let's move on because I don't want to dumb down the rest of my audience. And I don't want to focus too much on liberals because I know you get. Do you understand how stupid his programs are? They make absolutely no sense. Let's move on. Let's just say you propose something reasonable, according to Bernie. Just a 10% hike on these 250K earners or more. So the examiner goes on. I don't think, I don't think, I don't believe in any tax hikes, just so you understand. I mean, you're just reasonable based on their analysis. They said, even so, if they could be taxed at that 100% rate, which is an impossibility, their income wouldn't even cover the most conservative estimates of what Medicare for all would cost, which we just addressed. Goes on, in a less unrealistic scenario, which is group, the 250K earners or more, Joe, if their tax payments could be raised by 10%, and let's say it didn't affect the economy at all, the federal treasury would gain less than $90 billion per year, not even close to the cost of providing everybody with the generous health care benefits, let alone the tens of trillions of dollars in additional costs associated with the Green New Deal. Even at a 10% tax hike, hmm. assuming they hmm. even pay that, because they probably won't. There'll be massive tax avoidance. Remember, tax avoidance isn't illegal. Tax evasion is. Right. Using right. the law to avoid paying taxes is not illegal. Tax evasion is. Subverting the law. Assuming you raise the 250K earners uh, taxes by 10% and they pay it and you get the maximum, that's $90 billion a year. Bernie Sanders is proposing $9 trillion a year in new spending. Uh, I can't believe I got to do it. I really can't. I, 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 folks, but if I don't do it, who's going to? Is anybody going to go on the news and go, Bernie, can you do simple mathematics? Finally, one last myth dispelled in this piece, which is a good one. You may have heard the Trump tax cuts. Oh, my gosh, the Trump tax cuts. We're losing so much money in tax revenue. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. tax revenue goes up and down based on the business cycle imposed upon us by the dreadful Federal Reserve. But that's a whole other point for another day. Tax cuts do not necessarily lead to a loss in tax revenue to the government, as we're seeing now. Quote, each year, these numbers are illuminating for a number of reasons. They're talking about the tax data that just came out in this piece. For one thing, they show the progression of tax payments over time. For example, 
Revenues have continued to rise. Am I reading that right? Paul, am I reading? Revenues have, yes, revenues have continued to rise since the tax cuts and job acts lowered the income tax rates for everyone. As we said, folks, you're lied to every single day. If you're not watching the show, you're probably missing out on the real story because you're being told a story, not the story. Trump tax cuts. My gosh, the government's going bankrupt. Really? Because tax revenues have continued to rise. Now we have the tax tables to prove it. Do you even do basic math, dude? So disappointing. The stupidity is endless. It really is. All right, I want to get to the social media stuff because it's important. And I want to hat tip the Trump team. Not in any golden calf type way. We don't do that here. But they're doing a magnificent job in fighting back against these Twitter tyrants out there who just... I, I. They're trying to wreck, just destroy conservatives. Twitter is not a serious business anymore. So I'm glad to have Parler as a sponsor, by the way, but that's a whole other story for another day. But Twitter is committed to destroying us all. They are conservatives. They hate you. They can't stand you. The Trump team's fighting back. Before I get to that, my final sponsor, again, I always appreciate your patience. Tuesday is always a packed and loaded day. We got great sponsors. I appreciate your support of them. Joe's favorite, Rock Auto. I don't know if you know this about Joe. Joe's not only a musician, a podcast producer, he's a very talented guy, dad, one of his important roles. But Joe is also one of these do-it-yourselfer mechanics. He fixes his own car, which I admire because I can't even change my own oil anymore. I'm serious. It's a total mess. I have a Raptor. I can't even figure out how to get that skid pan off. It's embarrassing. Joe goes to Rock Auto. When I I brought him on, Joe was like, I love Rock Auto. I'm messing with you. He really does, right, Joe? Yeah, man. They're fast. They got all I need. You do. Mm-hmm. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money. You can then use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? Listen, look at a fuel pump assembly at the, for this Honda Odyssey. $353 oh. at a big store chain. $269 at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything. Engine control modules, brakes, carpet, taillights, motor oil, whatever you want. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need. Same prices for the pros and do-it-yourselfers. No scams like these other sites. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and it's super easy to navigate. I checked it out myself. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand, the specs, and the prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices at Rock Auto, I can't say this enough, are reliably low for the pros and do-it-yourselfers like Joe. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You're wasting your money. You're just throwing it in the garbage. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Bongino in that how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Remember that Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliable prices. Remember their song? All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. All the parts your... You've heard it before on Cable News. All the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Go today. Stop wasting money. Just flushing it down the toilet elsewhere. Again, thanks for your patience. We always appreciate our sponsors. Thanks a lot. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) the Trump team is going to war with Twitter, and I love it. This is a continuation of a story I addressed yesterday. Twitter, which I can't say enough, sucks. They are the worst. I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep it family friendly. It's an awful, terrible social media platform. That's why I've been using Parler more and more. But Twitter just hates conservatives. It's not a serious business because they're not into making money. They're into attacking conservatives. It's an ideological front to attack conservatives. So what happened? 
Let me play this video first. This was a video I played yesterday, but I want to play it again or the story won't make sense if you missed yesterday's show. This was a video Twitter's putting a warning label on now. This is manipulated video. It's not manipulated. Let me be crystal clear. This is a video of Joe Biden. It's not manipulated. It is shortened for time, but it is a direct quote by Joe Biden where he seems to be confused about who he wants to reelect in an election and who he's endorsing. Check this out. Turn this primary from a campaign that's about negative attacks into one about what we're for because we cannot get reelected. We cannot win this re-election. Excuse me. We can only re-elect Donald Trump. We can, that, I did not mess with that. Now, it is short. And he goes on later yeah. to correct himself. Obviously, he's not endorsing Trump, folks. Come on. I mean, seriously, Twitter, are you guys this stupid? Of course, the answer is yes, you are this stupid. I'll probably be throttled on Twitter. I really don't care. I honestly don't care, folks. I can't stand Twitter. It's a garbage company. It's one company I will never buy stock in no matter what. No matter what. I will, even if there's a quick buck to be gained, I love buying and selling stocks. I'm kind of a day trader. I will not touch that garbage company. It is crap. It is a terrible company. Twitter put a label on that saying this is manipulated. It's not manipulated. It's shortened to show that Joe Biden cannot get out of his own way. Nobody really believes he's endorsing Donald Trump. It's not meant to say that. It's meant to show you how Joe Biden seems to be in some serious cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. And it's an issue worth addressing. And I don't care if the liberal media tells us, no, we're not allowed to talk about that. No, we are. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, an interesting point. The same liberal media that propagated the 25th Amendment story about Donald Trump, you know, the 25th Amendment, we can remove the president for office yeah. for psychological or physical decline. Mm -hmm. Remember that story? Oh, yeah. That was fair game. But now Joe Biden despite no evidence of Trump's cognitive decline at all and evidence everywhere of serious problems with Joe Biden, we're not allowed to put that out there without a warning label? That was not manipulated. Now, the Trump team responded because I'm going to show you a legitimately manipulated video in a moment. But the Trump team didn't take this lying down, put out this press release yesterday. I got my email box, which is a good one. It says, tonight the Trump campaign sent a formal letter. Good. To the COO of Twitter, Michael Glasner, and three senior, to, uh, no, from Trump campaign COO, excuse me, Michael Glasner, I don't want to read that wrong, to three senior Twitter officials requesting they apply their new, quote, manipulated media label to a Biden campaign video. I'm going to show you in a minute. You want to talk about manipulated? Oh. As detailed in the letter, Biden's video contains misleading and edited audio that runs afoul of Twitter's own standards. Nice. Good for you, Trump campaign. Don't take this crap laying down. Twitter shouldn't be an enforcement arm of Biden's campaign to block voters from seeing his embarrassing viral moments. But if they choose to police every video clip, they must hold the Biden campaign to the same standard. The verdict is in. Good for you. And I'm going to get to some more of this in a minute, what the consequences are. But let's play this Biden video. It's abbreviated. This video goes on forever, but I don't have time to play the whole thing because it's just so stupid. But here is just the first 20 seconds of this Biden video that is unquestionably manipulated to lie to you, but doesn't get the same manipulated video Twitter nonsense. Why? Because Joe Biden's not a conservative. Check this out. I'll be damned if I'm going to lose my country to this man at all. Ready? Cameras rolling. Bing, bing, bing. Global warming and that and a lot of it's a hoax. Coronavirus. This is their new hoax. Why are they now emerging from the shadows? Very fine people. The American 
dream is dead. What the was that? That's a Joe Biden ad. None but lies. So Trump called the Charlottesville the very fine people. Mm-hmm. You notice how they left out. I completely condemn where he said, I completely condemn the white supremacy. You notice they left that out, Joe? Yes, I did. But that's not manipulated, buddy. No, no. That's fair game. Oh. Notice how they manipulated to lead you to believe he called the coronavirus a hoax. Yep. Despite the fact that he was clearly talking about the media coverage of his response to it. But they left that out too. But that's not manipulated. Ladies and gentlemen, Twitter's a joke. It's an embarrassing farce. Fair question. You may say to me, why are you still on there? Because I'm not giving up the opportunity because journalists follow me to influence the dialogue every day. I'm simply waiting for Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, another alley, and and, uh, full disclosure, they are a sponsor here, but I was a member way before, way before they were a sponsor. I'm waiting for outlets like them to reach critical mass, which is hopefully soon, so we can scrap Twitter to the dustbin of history. It is a joke. Twitter is a disgraceful, shameful, horrible outlet that is absolutely committed to silencing conservative voices because they kiss the butts of liberal politicians and liberal activists every single day. It's a disgrace. That stock is crap. That company is garbage. They are not a serious business. It is an ideological outlet only. Now, okay, great. On this show, granted, I can rant a lot about things, but maybe say, okay, Dan, what are we going to do about it? Okay, that's what I'm here to tell you. Great, great piece by the terrific Harmeet Dillon on Tucker Carlson's show last night. Tucker and I have some differences on how this should be handled, but this is a solution I brought up a long time ago. I mean, when I lived in my other house or my other studio before we even had a video show. Ladies and gentlemen, the key here is the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission. If Twitter is going to be making in-kind donations effectively to the Biden campaign by selectively applying damaging labels to Trump content, but not to Biden content, Twitter better declare that. Here's Harmeet Dillon, very talented attorney on Fox last night, bringing up this exact point. This is well said. The FEC has not caught up with this new technology, and there are no rules governing what looks to me and you like a in-kind contribution from these companies to these campaigns. And at a great expense to our democracy, uh, you know, one side is allowed to use effective ads and mock our president. The other side is uh, labeled as manipulating speech when, in fact, we're simply showing the words of Joe Biden, which are really deeply troubling. And so... Um, you know, and this goes much deeper, Tucker, when you look at the the, the coronavirus, Zero, Zero Hedge was a website that was showing the truth about that and its origins in China. It's now been banned from Twitter. And so there are very sinister implications of allowing these companies to manipulate and show exactly and choose exactly what speech we can see as Americans. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a free marketeer. I always have been. I'm sticking to my guns about government regulating these things because I think it'll be a disaster with a Democrat, God forbid, Senate, House and presidency. We will be wiped out from these social media platforms with the government's imprimatur. I know a lot of you disagree. I respect your opinions. I read them all day. Having said that, the point about the FEC is a damn good one. I'm not taking credit for it, but we discussed this about two years ago. That's the solution. Twitter and Facebook, you want to insert yourself into campaigns and start fact-checking. That's not really fact-checking. Putting labels on content that do unquestionable damage to campaigns. You better damn well put that down as an in-kind contribution. That's the solution. By the way, just some uh, news here also. 
North Korea fired three projectiles from the second test this week, showing again the North Koreans are, are uh, the North Korean government, not the North Korean people, are total garbage. The North Korean government is a bunch of disgusting filth mongers. They see a crisis in the United States and they never let one go to waste. All right, showing you again how the Democrats, you almost have to admire their, in a sick, tragic way, their adherence to a talking point. When they get a talking point, was it Fred Siegel in his book, Revolt Against the Masses? I should put a book list together one day. Talks about this dangerous triad of uh, congressional committees, yeah. activist groups, and the media. Mm-hmm. How they work to advance a message. You know, an activist group goes up to Congress, testifies on Capitol Hill about the world's going to collapse tomorrow because of Corona. The media runs with the story, which feeds into more activism, which feeds into more legislation on Capitol Hill. They are excellent, the Democrats, at coordinating a focused hit on people. The focused hit now is on Twitter and Facebook. Why? Why is this happening? I just gave you the solution. The FEC should get involved here. But why are they doing it? Folks, they're doing it because Donald Trump has turned the tides on social media. He has used these liberal ideological weapons that liberals were accustomed to using against us, against them whether through memes, whether it's through Donald Trump's Twitter, his effective use of Facebook, it is driving the liberals mad that this platform is being used against them. So liberals do what they always do. Police staters are going to keep police stating. They say, we need to regulate, we need to shut that down. Labels on Donald Trump's content, no labels for ours. And by the way, we better start deleting some of those ads off Facebook. You think I'm messing with you? They coordinate this stuff? Washington Examiner article, Hillary Clinton who never seems to go away, ever. I'm going to leave the rest of that. Hillary Clinton descends into full-blown anti-Facebook paranoia by Beckett Adams at the Washington Examiner. Again, it'll be in the show notes today. You think this was by mistake? Just a coincidence that she randomly brings up, hey, gosh, that Facebook, man, they're really doing terrible. They need to start policing up this conservative content. They really wrecked me in the last election. Folks, nothing's a coincidence with liberals. Everything is a coordinated Star Trek-like Borg hit, they think, with a hive mind. The reason they're doing it is because Donald Trump has turned social media on its head and has used it against the Democrats as a powerful weapon, and it is driving them mad. And they are police staters by trade. That's what they do. They're big government Bernie Sanders-like socialist acolytes. And what they can't control, they have to destroy. It's no more difficult than that to understand. Okay, Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about it. Today is Super Tuesday. I want you to just, this will be my last story of the day, but I want you to stay where, I still got that political article. I will get to it. I teased it yesterday. It's important, but it's not, it's evergreen. We'll get to it this week. Don't you worry. Some of you may be looking forward to that about Trump hidden voters and stuff they're doing at the rallies. I will get to it, but it's important. Today is mini Super Tuesday. We have primaries from Michigan to Washington State. Uh, This could be, as I addressed in the beginning of the show, could be, we'll see by tonight, could be the end of the Bernie Sanders campaign. One of the better articles I saw, again, Washington Examiner, seven smoke signals here. All eyes on Sanders in Michigan, seven things to watch in Tuesday primaries by Emily Larson. A couple of them are pretty standard stuff. I just want to hit the two I found most interesting. Uh, Folks, Michigan. Michigan could crush Bernie Sanders today. The state of Michigan has the biggest pile of delegates available in today's uh, mini Super Tuesday at 155, as we see from the piece. Polls on Monday, though, showed Biden with double digit leads over Sanders in Michigan. Ah, but listen, folks, 
This is eerily similar to the 25-point lead Hillary Clinton had over Bernie in 2016, the day before the primary, where Bernie wound up winning the state by 1.4 points. I'm simply suggesting to you be very cautious of the polling in Michigan. It may be a little more accurate this time due to some failures last time. It may not. But if Biden smokes Bernie by 25 points, where his polls are now in Michigan, I, I, I don't see any recovery for the Bernie Sanders campaign. I don't. Second takeaway. How Bernie loses today, if he does, matters. Remember, a lot of the Republican primaries are winner take all. Mm. I get 31%. I'm running against Joe. He gets mm -hmm. 29%. That state has 155 delegates. I take them all, Daddy-O. 155, yep. Dan Bongino. That's not the way the Democrats work. They have proportional allocation of delegates, proportional to your vote count, not if you win or lose. How Bernie loses matters. The second takeaway, if Bernie loses in every state and loses by a slim margin, quote, since delegates are awarded proportionally based on statewide votes and votes within congressional districts, losing by a small margin... It's just as important for Sanders winning in order to prevent Biden from drastically expanding a delegate lead. With 102 delegates from Super Tuesday contests yet to be allocated, Biden leads Sanders and delegates only 664 to 573. Folks, Bernie could lose every state by slim margins and come out of this right on Biden's tail and lead to a brokered convention. So it's not just win or lose, it's how Bernie loses it matters. Keep your eyes on Michigan. Keep your eyes on Washington. Keep your eyes on the vote tallies. We will obviously know by tonight. But if Bernie loses badly in Michigan, I'm not sure he's going to have the steam to move forward. Donors are going to dry up. And ladies and gentlemen, listen, the kids who support Bernie, I should say young adults, I don't want to be demeaning, but the young adults who support Bernie, they just haven't been showing up. They just haven't. It's just a yeah. fact. The older voters who support Biden have been. And that's big trouble. Big trouble for Bernie Sanders. Hey, thanks for another great start to the week. We appreciate your listenership yesterday and today. We've had really great numbers. Thank you so much. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I, with uh, great respect and humility, ask you to do that. We're trying to get to 400,000. We're at 381,000 YouTube subscribers and a channel uh, less than a year old, at least for our content. We appreciate that. It's youtube.com slash Bongino. That's youtube.com slash Bongino. You can always subscribe to our audio show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and elsewhere. We really appreciate that. It's all free, of course. Thanks a lot, folks. Appreciate your time. See you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.